everybody. Sorry for, uh, we're a little late here. We're coming on screen now. What is up? Yo, what's going on, John? What is up, everybody? Look at this. So this is show number two with the new fog machine. Show number two with the new fog machine, with the new effects, new, uh... New toys. New toys, new studio look. As we called it last week, bombastic. (laughs) Very bombastic. That's a great word to use, man. Right on the spot, man. Yes, uh, welcome in, everyone. Fine people joining us live here tonight on this Wednesday evening. Um, A live show. I got to get used to saying that, what day it is, what time it is. Yeah, because this is the normal day we'll be doing, right? Right. Well, yeah, yeah, Wednesday nights. So joining us in on a Wednesday night, everyone from YouTube, uh, find people from Spotify are going to listen to this back. Welcome in. Um, Get right to it. Jumping in. Uh, Joining me to my right, as always, we have Sir Mario. What's going on, brother? Oh, man, I'm about to crack open the first of many Red Bulls I have in the corner over here. Crack it up. Give everyone a nice little listen. Let's see if we can get a good sound bite. Ooh, that's nice. That's so crisp. Wow. <sighs> Damn, I don't... You, I got to save that and make that one of them sound <laughs> That's got to be... That was that was good, man. There it is. There it is. But, but, you know, one thing I noticed that's missing from the table... We don't have a bottle right now. What we don't? I don't see any new bottles on the table. Well, we still got the Johnny Walker. All right, man. Well, I like scotch. How about I, you? I got a special oh, surprise oh, oh. tonight. I got a special surprise tonight. Um, everyone, need a round of applause here. Let's go. Special surprise. Uh oh, he's pulling out all the stops. Oh, what is that? Let's see if the camera. What is that fine bottle? I think the uh, fog machine here is. Uh, Blowing it out. I'm not sure if you can really see that. But what we got here is some Shinju Japanese whiskey. Okay. 40% alcohol volume, 80 proof, 750 milliliters. Fresh out the freezer. Nice and chill. Yeah, I can see. I can see the chill on there. So that's a little bit of a left turn for us. I like that, though. A little bit of left turn. Usually we go with the Jim Bean. I am very weary of how this is going to turn out, uh, to be quite honest. Um, you know, because we usually play the safe route and go with the Jim Bean, man. Um but yeah, this just caught my eye. Um, figured it goes well with like the uh, the anime fits, you got. Yeah, it fits, fits kind all. of the anime aesthetic we have going here. Yeah. So <laughs> here, Mario's gonna read uh, the back of this bottle because uh, it's actually pretty pretty. Oh, cool, so you get a says. little backstory. Okay, so backstory. here we go. So this is like you said, this is called Shinju Japanese whiskey. Yes. So Shinju in Japanese means pearl. Ancient Japanese believed uh, pearls were created from the tears of angels born of the water. That's pretty fascinating. Yes, yes. So that's a cool little ancient uh, Japanese history there. Uh, Shinju whiskey was developed on the slopes of one of Japan's three sacred mountains, Mount Fuji. Tallest wow. peak, commonly called Fujisan. Okay, wow. So this is like some serious shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I seen it, man. It looked, it looked really good. It looked delicious. Uh, I wanted to try something different. Um, it's a nice bottle too. Nice bottle. It's gonna it's classy. To it's gonna look good on the shelf. It's gonna look yeah, man. Excellent on the shelf. That's what I was really looking at, man. I wasn't really looking at so much of the you know whiskey. I mean, it's who knows what it's gonna taste like. Um, I never had Japanese whiskey though. That that sounds good. So man. this is a first for us. Um, before we jump into the shots, uh, as you can see, we have a new background here, new aesthetic uh, looking background. Um, now the the unfortunate thing is that it doesn't cover everything, and uh, you know I think I was duped by Amazon. <laughs> not uh, 
Not the only time we I kind of dashed the whole illusion we had going on yeah. with the background. But hey, you we'll, know, we'll it looks it awesome. It's really cool. And I we'll like that, you know, we got a new set to look at. You know what I mean? It's uh, visually appealing. Something new. Very visually appealing. So with that, I'm sure everyone is so curiously wondering, oh, where's the pirate flag? The pirate flag. I almost, uh, if, if we weren't in the house right now, I'd almost burn it. And just like to really like bury it. Got to give it a proper funeral. Here you go. You take one side. Okay. So we are officially retiring. The pirate flag. The pirate flag. So for one last time, pirate flag. I don't even have a uh, na 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 uh, sound here. Damn, I am really. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'll go with the elevator music. But for the last time here, pirate flag. Pirate flag. We will uh, say good night. Good evening. It was nice knowing you. And I'll take a shot. so long. This, I wonder how many episodes this has actually been on. If anyone can find out for us, that actually. So that's awesome. how you, we just we we've now officially just dated the shows again. So yeah. if you see the pirate flag, that's that's some OG episodes. So we got the Shinju whiskey, Japanese. If you guys are drinking tonight, please drink responsibly. We got some swanky elevator music going on right now. Yes, that we do for a swanky bottle. If you're having a Pepsi, you're having a Coca-Cola, you're having a nice chilled bottle of water on this 112 degree weather, which is absolutely uh, ridiculous today, dude. It's Awful. And anybody that's got to work in this shit, man. Hats off to you. Hats off to you. Stay cool. Drink a lot of fluids. Don't die. So have one with us. We'll give a uh, little taste test here early on here in the show. All right. So here we go. Topics. All right. So uh, cheers, brother. Salute. I'm messing up. That was good. That's very smooth. That is super smooth. Wow. Wow, that was actually really That good. shot went right down like... I didn't even feel that. No, I didn't. burned nothing. Wow. I might get this bottle every time. That you might know, get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would. That'd be a long night. You know what? I asked the guy at the uh, liquor store. I was like, yo, man, like, you know, how's this whiskey, honestly? And, uh, you know, he's like, it's good, it's good. But, like, how, how like... How you know much do you really trust your local liquor store associate about a, especially about a Japanese whiskey that's like a Japanese not a very common whiskey, right. right it's not a very common you know item I don't know but you know what man flies I'm glad you did because it was good yeah man it's uh, that was smooth as hell pretty delicious probably one of the better tasting whiskeys I've had um yeah man uh yeah so everyone we're gonna get into uh, some weekly topics today uh we do before we actually dive in there we gotta get something man. off our chest. You know, uh, I, I mean, I, I really don't know where to begin with this. So, all right, so with YouTube, right, um, You, as you can see from the title, uh, YouTube really hasn't been doing us uh, any favors as of, uh, well, ever, really. Um, I mean, they let us, you know, just store our videos there, which, I mean, thank you for that, yeah, I guess. But that's kind of where we're at right now with them. It's more like, hey, at least your stuff's up. <laughs> It's I mean, it could be worse. It know? could be shadow banned, but yeah. Well, I mean, I think it is, man. So, I mean, probably. 
So uh, the thing with YouTube, just a quick rundown, and and if anyone in the comments or anyone anyone knows out there, maybe does any research. I I mean I haven't, but I mean I'm just looking at this at face value of what it is. Mario's gonna roll a clip of what we actually have going on here. Um, so essentially, what is happening? So when you have a thousand subscribers on YouTube, which we don't yet, but you know we're working we're about towards halfway that, there almost. You join their monetization program. Uh, with that, you know, they run ads on your videos. You collect the ad revenue money and, you know, other stuff like that. You know, it's it's more pay per impression type deal as opposed to just hosting your videos on some type of server. Um, yeah, so we're at about 430 or so subs, uh, you know, about, you know, a little less than 600 away. And uh, so we're not in the monetization program by any means necessary. Um we go on our videos, you know, I, it's a few videos that YouTube does this with. One in particular is thanks for the advice, and I'm wondering if it's just our, maybe our phones, like, are doing this. Uh, yeah, because I noticed with that song, it's it's almost every so time. So again, Mario, here, let's roll all right, the clip. All right, so yeah, got. so before the show, me and John, you know, decided to go to our channel uh, on John's phone, and we clicked on said video, thanks for the advice. And look what happens when you click on this music video. I do Ready? just I do just want to say before we jump into the video that this video wasn't edited or doctored. No, no, no. This is Literally just like just recorded. It. Like this is yeah. I recorded John looking this up. So uh, roll tape. There's gonna be no sound on the video because I think there was dogs barking and whatnot. <laughs> but they might have been barking in key with some song that might get us copyrighted. Well, and, one, <laughs> and, and we'll get into that too. Holy shit. All right. But yeah, let's roll this thing, roll man. Clip. Yeah, so here we go. Okay, so John's pulling up our YouTube. As you can see, going to our channel. He's going right to the channel, and he's pulling up. Thanks for the advice. We have a... There's a video on there. Boom. Thanks for the advice. Boom. There it is. But what is playing before thanks for the advice? An ad. Who was that even by? An like, ad. Good, what is that? Some insurance or something? Yeah. NJSC, it looks like. NJM. NJM Insurance. So here, click pause. Quickly. Oh, 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 I missed oh. it. Oh, no, it's ending. Right oh, there. there we go. Ha -ha, boom. Right. So okay. you see it right there. That's perfect. That You see it right oh, yeah. there. <laughs> Actually landed right on it. 433 subscribers and uh, ads being ran on our videos, man. Um, now, yeah. YouTube will be the first uh, to copyright really anything you do. If you fart and it sounds like, you know, a cricket or a cricket. <laughs> I just looked at my soundboard. I've seen fart and cricket and... Okay. Has that ever happened to you? The word association game? Yeah, I've yeah. done that. <laughs> so, but, I mean, if you, so you see something, you're like, this makes no sense in the context of what I'm talking about. But. You, you could be talking about the Eagles, but you're looking at a microphone. You're like, Jalen microphone. And you're like, huh? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, he threw for 3,000 yards this season, huh? Who? Uh, but regardless, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, you know, they're, they're so quick and on the trigger to, you know, copyright and whatever. You know, people should be, if you're playing other people's content, if that's what they're you know, I guess guidelines are, so be it. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not the one to make a huge fuss either, man. But, like, I mean, it's every time I try to play that specific video and, like, two other videos they do that on our channel with. And who knows, maybe more videos that so, we just don't know about. So I think, it, I think this whole thing's, like, twofold. I think, one, it's the fact that this video is one of our highest viewed on the channel. So it, it's probably... 
pushed through the algorithm because it has twenty one thousand views, which right. for our channel is really is really good. So so right now, what you're doing uh, is playing devil's advocate. All right, I'm trying to play devil. I'm I'm looking at it like I'm big bad YouTube, and this is why I'm doing what I'm right. doing. And you can't stop me. You can't <laughs> touch me. I think that's it. And I think the other thing is that the fact that we have our channel is, you know, we're a band and we have a podcast. So the fact that we're constantly putting out content literally weekly, again, that's pushing us through the algorithm. And now they think they look at it like, look, these guys, you know, shit, we started the, you know, when we started the podcast and we, you know, we got the band going, there was maybe 40 subs and now we're at, you know, Bro, how was many? That like, it was at like 500. <laughs> so you know quick I mean? backstory, like, and I'll go over this again. I, I probably went over it. Uh, I went over this on a prior episode, but. This channel that we had gotten back, bro, I was sweating. You over couldn't even it. remember the password. So, if you look for up, weeks. <laughs> if, if you look up on the channel, yeah, for bro, it was brutal because that was a whole dilemma in itself. I wanted to, dude, <laughs> I wanted like to whole, figure it out so bad. Because, whole saga, and and it's not because of anything. Like it had our original music on there, which was you know maybe like eight songs, and like a, I think that was it. I think it only had those eight songs. But yeah. the story behind it, man, is so we started the channel in, I believe, 2012. Uh, you could fact check that. Uh, I believe it's 2012. Uh, 2012 or 2013. I forget exactly when. But we started the channel, you know, put out a couple songs, whatever. It was cool. Um, didn't have the channel for a couple years from, like, 2017 to, you know, uh, 20, I guess it was 2020, man. Yeah, it was like probably just about just, about, just early twenty twenty. Yeah, early early yeah. twenty twenty. So we get the channel back. Long story short, well, I'm trying to get the channel back. Long story short, because I'm like, you know, the channel has thirteen subs, and you know how hard it is to get thirteen. Right, subs like you look at that, and it's like, okay, in the grand scheme of things, it's thirteen subs. But those thirteen subs, when you're trying to build a channel from the Nothing. ground up, that's huge. That's a huge. That's a huge loss if you have to start over. Right. Exactly. So all that for thirteen subs. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I just remember, like, I would try different emails and different passwords. And this is at the time, back in the day when I made this account, when YouTube didn't ask you to, you know, do a double verification with your phone and then your email. And then, you know, you're like, who, who knows? Like, your aunt's maiden name. Yeah, you have to shit. give, like, three questions. Like, what's, right. what was your, you know... Best friend in first grade's middle yeah. name, and what was his mom's last name right. or maiden name? <laughs> Shit right. like that, it's like, like ridiculous. I made, I made this channel nine years ago. I, I I have no idea. So I like I thought we were doomed forever. Oddly enough, I found the laptop that I made the uh, uh, YouTube channel on. Found the laptop, and I was like, all right, if I can get into this laptop, I can get into the account. Couldn't get into the laptop. There was, like, n no salvaging that at all. Like, nothing. I remember so, that, yeah. <laughs> so, long story short, I mean, I just kept re-entering emails and passwords. And just oddly enough, one time, like, this one time I did it, obviously cracked the code of the Matrix, and we are now... And the rest at, is history, The yeah. rest is history. <laughs> so, but now, man, I mean... So I guess going back to the whole, you know, YouTube running ads on us, man. I mean, it, dude, it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you could find anything on. Let's try to do a Google search. We'll try to fact check ourselves right now in live time. <laughs> All right, here we go. So type in, you know, something along the lines of like YouTube rules under a thousand subs. Can they run ads on videos? Um, Because, I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, listen, it's not 
a lot of money. <laughs> I hate to break it to anyone who's trying to be a YouTuber, but it's like a half a penny per view. But at the end of the day, you know, it all adds up, and then, you know what I mean, the snowball effect here. So okay, I think so Mario has an answer. He Big sigh. Let's see what we got. So let's see here. Into the internet we go. I found this article. I'm going to fact check to see the source. I want to make sure it's legit. Well, what's it say? Read it first. Effective immediately to apply for monetization and to have ads attached to videos, creators must have tallied 4,000 hours of overall watch time on their channel within the past 12 months and have at least 1,000 subs. How many? 1,000. What was that number? 1,000. Like one zero 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 a thousand. And how many do we have? We have, what, 433? 433. So somewhere along the lines, you know, uh, YouTube men, you guys are really, you know, kind of screwing with us in, in a sense. I mean, because like I said, they're quick to copyright anything we do that sounds like anything at all. Like, I'm surprised we're not, you know, flagged right now. But um, for- Hell, I, I'm surprised we didn't get flagged having, like, other bands in the scenes, music playing on our channel. Right, right. It's always a risk. And, and you know, it's kind of that I was thinking of... Yeah, yeah, the people that literally come on the show as guests and tell us, listen, please have promote our music. Yeah, like, please, guys, you know, we're friends. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, yeah, go ahead, man. So I'm thinking, like, so YouTube is very, like, you know, I guess stingy, I guess would be the word. Very stingy. Very appropriate. Ver- for, for, their, for that, yeah. For their, you know, uh, I guess, copyright laws. And like I said, so be it. I'm not hating on that. You know, people got to eat. Whatever. I get it. But at the same time, I'm thinking, like, what is the difference of me inviting 40 people over, you know, to my house, listening to a song, right? Right. We're all listening to it. Or watching a game. Then... Having you know stream a like all right so we're on YouTube and playing a, a song on our channel, you know like essentially right. those same people let's say there are forty subs on YouTube or forty live people in person right like what is the difference like you know what I mean like why aren't we getting copyrighted as we're listening to the music you know with big crowds like is that making sense Yeah no I get it because it's like it's a different situation right it's like totally well, yeah, it's it's i mean one's you're, t- yeah, totally different you're right. gathering on the internet on a you know like a uh what's it called like a town square sort of thing right and but like you know what i mean it's like what what if we went to our actual town square and played like newfound glory you know and we all listen like i don't know right because it's in the background it's very tedious, like you're outside point. it's in the background like when you're on the internet going to look to listen to something you're listening to it and it's like purest quality you're going right. on youtube to the band's page and you're pulling it up and it's like the studio track like and wouldn't you want that though like i right. mean if if people were playing I, our stuff if i listen if i go on a youtube channel and i hear a win by two song playing in the background i'm like yo that's fucking dope right that's <laughs> awesome you take it you know what i mean yeah it. like promote it you know what i mean it's free that, advertising because that, that down the line is free advertising like you said it's free promotion that that's going to spread and now that's going to somehow, you know, eventually it'll lead back potentially to making something off of it. You know what I mean? But yeah. we're not even worried about that. But no. I know, like you said, people got to eat. I get that. But me, you know, on a band of our level, I would love to hear that. You know yeah. what I mean? If I heard a YouTuber that had our song playing in the background while he's doing his video, I'd be like honored. That'd be awesome. Right. Now, uh, unless they went as far as like, uh, you know. To claim I wrote this. Well, that's different. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's really the difference. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, every time we come on here and we do like a karaoke or, you know, we play like a, a snippet of a clip. 
obviously, you know, we're saying that this isn't ours. This is right. who it's a, it it's is. A co- it's a karaoke cover. We, you know, we don't own the rights to any of this music we're right. playing. Right. And I do. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just very frustrating because it's like. You know, you're you're already boxed in with like self censorship on the internet, as and, it and is. YouTube's really one big of those, on that. One of those, yeah, one of those um, platforms that you, you it tends to be the most prominent. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're already like faced with censorship in a way, um, and self censoring yourself. I mean, you could really, I mean, yeah, you could theoretically talk about whatever, but then you know you're you're facing you know uh, you run such a risk precaution getting yeah. shadow banned, getting strikes repercussions getting, yeah all the repercussions that come with that yeah so like, you're, you're already dealing with that and then now you're dealing with you know if anything sounds like anything at all that is remotely close to you know any kind of music or any kind of sound or any kind of this or that and now you're kind of now you're kind of taken away from the point of all of this a right. po- this is that's the whole point of a podcast right. you know what I mean and now you're taking it away so that's, I mean, that kind of brings us to where we are today. I mean, listen, if it was up to me right now, I mean, I would, uh, you know, take everything off YouTube, um, translate it to, you know, our own servers. And that's the goal one day, man, is to, you know, have our own chat, like not even our own channel, our own website. Just one hub, central hub for everything that we do. Pretty much like what we do on YouTube. And so it'd be like YouTube and Facebook almost combined where it's like, comments and the tags and you know the there'd be me- it'd be like a, maybe posts. like a reddit style message board type of deal with live streaming capabilities right and and we don't have to worry about any of that man you know because it's like at that point it's like you're gonna throw me off my own shit now now that's where you get to the point where it's like internet providers and cable companies throw you off you know the plan and i mean that's like extreme cases but it, it does happen you know? yeah it's it's possible, but yeah, like you said, I th- I feel like that would be the best route to go. It just sucks because like, obviously, we all know you know YouTube's been around for so long now as a platform, it it really does work. And when you get into the algorithm, it works like it does. Right. But it just it just sucks because it's like well now no, I mean it's so now it's just so hard to like be confident to put something out. To speak your mind about whatever you know what I mean to to, to get into some things. Express there's yourself. things that we talk about that we try to be objective about, but you know, someone someone one way or the other could be kind of upset watching it, right? But guess what? That's part of what a podcast is, and that's part of life, man. You're Everyone, supposed to open a dialogue, right? Everyone's not going to agree with you, right? Exactly. You got you know what I mean. Look, you you open the dialogue, you make it where it's like, listen, you know, we can agree to disagree, or you know, you can come in and explain why you feel. You know, I'm totally wrong. Wait, why? You, right. Yeah, exactly. Why you feel differently? And like that platform's being diminished to uh, uh, when it's on. It's it's kind of pushing like buffalo herding everyone. It's like pushing. It's, it's everyone. creating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like you're shaping what you want. Essentially, you know, speech to be right. Right, trying to recreate like essentially the First Amendment for like <laughs> YouTube's own. You know, it's like yeah, like and, and you know and like. People that do talk about things that are, I guess, for lack of a better term, like journalistic, you're taking away from that like journalistic integrity. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's a shame, dude. Because- and that kind of goes back to like the media in general. Like it just kind of like I feel like, dude, like I went to school for journalism in college. Like I'm almost glad I didn't get into that field because yeah. it's like that that profession is just so it's just so like 
I don't even. It's like tarnished. Like it's. I well, feel like you yeah, know what I mean. Man, it, it is because, and there's a lot you know of you know journalism now, where you know, people want to do honest journalism. But if you're doing honest journalism, you know, chances are if it's not you're pushing boundaries that people don't want pushed. <laughs> well, you're not only you're pushing them boundaries, but you write a story. You know, for instance, it's it's big, but it's not with the narrative or if you have an opposing view to whatever the narrative is at a CNN or Fox News or whatever. That's why you see right now all these alternative media companies and channels blowing up and because people want an outside, you know, opinion because right now if you have a differing, differing opinion um, on these, you know, mainstream media outsource outlets rather, um, you know, they, they'll tell you just to go push papers and be at your desk for. And that's what I mean by those boundaries. They'll still like, pay you. There's a ba- there's you know there's boundaries of like an agenda that they want pushed. Right. That you're, you know, pushing the opposite direction to that, and you're trying to you know, oppose it or maybe you know question it in some way, and you're just trying to be an investigative journalist and provide these you know facts that you have or, you know whatever, and it's being you know, pushed aside. Or it's swept being under the condemned. carpet, yeah, yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's crazy. Like there's no reason that like unless like like we've talked about it a million times on the show. Like barring like hate speech, just because someone has a certain political opinion or a certain opinion about well, I I would I'd go as far as to say it's hate speech, violence, uh, right? Like anything you know. that's just like obvious, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, um, like I, I, the, the, any kind of degrade degradement, um, you know. Obviously, right. clothing is big. Like you got no nudity. Obviously, but right. like short of that, and that that they're, they're like extreme cases. Right. Short of that, I mean, that's like shit. Like you and me, we don't even think twice about ever. Exactly. Even, you know. You know. You know what I mean? Like that's that, just that's, just, what, that's just wrong. That's what Reddit's right. for. That's what you know. And that and those people get called out. Those right. people that do that shit will be called out by the masses of you know the internet audience that views that. Well, I'm um, just saying. I'm just saying that it's a spot for you know at least, I guess. Not saying that it's right. You know what I mean. But I'm saying it's it's no least, no yeah yeah not, spo- yeah yeah. That's where that usually sh- ends up. Ends up right right. right. That's so, where that shit usually ends up. But um, yeah yeah. I I mean it sucks because it's like. Well, it's like what do you do, man? I right. Mean, it's like you're already down this rabbit hole. I mean, I mean, is it too late to turn back? Because like mean, I said, this is that's essentially you're you're taking away really what a podcast is at the end of the day yeah it's, it's a discussion yeah i mean no matter what your topic is it could be anything from talking about entertainment and your movies to talking about serious political and social issues you're still raising your own opinions of things you're still raising questions about things and you're discussing them and now that's being like you know fucked with you're you're, you're told that you know Keep quiet and uh Yeah. Or you're being told, Hey, why don't you like talk about it more like this? Well, right. that's not how I feel about that. Right, right. Or you're or maybe that is how I feel about it, but you're you're painting it in a way that, you know, is going beyond how I feel about it. I may agree with you on certain things, but then you're taking it and pushing your own narrative, then you know what I mean? That's a problem. Right. At, at, and that's not what this is supposed to be. At that point, it's not even the journalist uh, reporting. It's just, you know, the heads at these big companies. Yeah, you're just kind of like a voice for this big figurehead at this point. And, th- and that gets back to a lot of the things we talked about on last week's episode. Um, 
You know, it's, you know, just big corporate giants just really controlling, you know, where the flow of information is going, where it's, you know, who it's hitting, um, you know, where this, you know, flow of speech is going and who that's hitting or who that's targeting. Um, all the media, like all, all the media, dude, from like from Hollywood right. and movies to CNN. I was just about to say that to local right news. on the money, dude. That's exactly right. Great minds think alike. Hell yeah, man. All the jinx. Literally. All right. Jinx. You owe me a Japanese whiskey shot. A I take it. Shinju. I'm still getting used to the name. I'm used to Shinju Jinbin. Japanese whiskey. It's good, man. It's, it's very delicious. So this is so this is from Mount Fuji. That's yeah. pretty cool. Man. And it was made. That's wild. Uh, it was made with the uh, on the backs of, or no, I'm sorry. It was on the tears of angels born of the water. That dude, no wonder why it was so smooth. But uh, but, yeah, but no, man, but getting I, back to yeah, man, all all forms of media, entertainment to you know political or whatever, it's all being owned by this small group of these giant corporate you know mega companies. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It, it's ridiculous, dude. Um, and they control so much of our daily lives that we don't. Some of the stuff we don't even realize. You, it's yo, bro. Yeah, it's exactly. crazy. It's wild. You do not even realize it, and before you know it, it's like they got you hook, line, and sinker. What What really, you know, gives me the you know hope and everything is like, bro. So many people are opening their eyes to this bullshit. You know what I mean? And and seeing, you know who these companies and who really, you know, is now a, a lot of people, you know, you, you can play devil's advocate even on that and say, well, that's just a distraction. Look this way, but right. you know, man, and who knows, there might be some of that going on, but well, there's definitely that. Going right. On. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, Hey, at least there's enough people right now understanding that, Hey, you know, this, you know, is essentially just, you know, a, a, a stage and a show. And you know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, we mentioned it last week. Um, you know, the 1% is like the grasshoppers and we're the ants. Like, you know what I mean? Shout we, out to a bug's life. We, we outnumber them 100 to 1, but, but they're the big bad grasshoppers and we don't realize that, like, you know, we can come together. And, exactly. Well, they want us to be on the ground fighting right, right, each other. Right. We're the ones picking the grain for, for the food, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an old strategy, man. Divide and conquer. Yeah. Um, and it's an old war strategy. It's like you don't even have to, like I said on last week's episode... You won't even have to shoot, uh, you know, a, a gun or a missile or a nuclear bomb ever again if you can con- control the flow of information. And, you know, if that information is to divide and conquer, you <laughs> why, you know, go th- to the lengths of bombing things when you could just have people literally do your legwork for you, you know, with these corporations. And shit. Yeah, because it's like that, you know, you mentioned like that, you know, shooting a gun, bombing. That's like extreme measures like that don't need to ever get that far. But the problem is, like you said, the flow of information, depending on where it's going and who receives that information, it's being skewed into the, those things escalating. Where right. you see countries at war, you see these things, you see civil unrest, you know, here in this country. Yeah, you know that shit happens every day. Yeah, man, it's you know it's it's unfortunate, um, you know, but at the end of the day, I guess really to to kind of sum this up, because uh, I, I I don't you know. Like to start on a downer, <laughs> on a downer, and it's like fuck. We uh, but every time, every time we get into this thing with YouTube, a, man, it just sends us down a fucking like. Well, because it's something that you know now that we're doing, sends us into a blind rage. Well, it's because now that's something that we're doing. Um, you know, it's like it, if we if we didn't say anything, 
that would be, you know, more harmful than saying outlandish, you know, bullshit, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, it hits home. So we, you know, we're speaking how we really feel about this because, like, it, it sucks seeing that because it's like we're, you know, we're proud of the fact that, you know, this show's been, you know, growing over the last year and the the band stuff's doing really well. And shout out to you guys for and making yeah, that Yeah, shout happen. out to every single one of you that listen to this show, every single one of you that check out our music. Like, we really appreciate that. And, like... You're a part of this too, like so. We also hate to see it because it's like it's a disservice to the the people who watch it and right, support us. The people that you know are on there, you know, trying to help you know us grow and like our music and like our show, and you know, we want to give back to you guys. And it just sucks when you know YouTube comes in and could just kind of have their way with us, you know. And yeah, let's play that video again, just in case anyone missed it. Start yeah. That so one more time, again, this is not edited. This is not. This is not any type of, uh, you know, exaggeration. This is stone cold proof, stone cold evidence. I recorded John's phone. YouTube, what the freak are you doing, YouTube? He pulls up our channel. There's the channel. Pulling it up now. Goes to our video for thanks for the advice. So, yeah, check out the EP, Thoughts Like Anchor. (laughs) Streaming live now Shameless plugs. And NJM, some type of... Insurance company, insurance I think. Some, company. Yeah, yeah. They're running an ad on the video. Now, again, we talked about it. We're just under the halfway mark for 1,000 subs. We're at like 433, I think. Uh, but this video did really well. It's got 21,000 views. You know, it's got some. It's got a lot of comments and likes. So, you know, you know those views are organic. They're not, you know, bots or any type of fake, you know, advertising. So it, it it really sucks that you know we're getting into this algorithm and now we're not really seeing any of the reward that you we're know, not reaping the benefits right we're not reaping any of the benefits of this you know and it sucks because like that all that goes back into this show which again we want to make the best show possible for you guys right because you guys support us every day and like you know it's, least it's not a lot like we said it's maybe pennies on the dollar but. It's 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 the principle. At the end of the though. day, it's the principle of it, and it all you know adds up at the end. And and to top that off, man, you know, um, I, if anyone's wondering out there, well, did you check if you're in the monetization program? Yes, I did check, and uh, we are not currently. Um, it says thousand subs, four thousand watch hours. Uh, you know, Mario had it on the screen there. Um, you know, yeah, so it's real unfortunate, you know, but you know, it's not. It's something that's not. I'm not gonna let you know hold us back here we're gonna keep putting out content we're gonna keep working hard we're gonna keep building we're gonna keep uh you know growing as a band as a show as a podcast you know as individuals obviously and with that is gonna come new things now like i said you know earlier on is the goal of this show is eventually to get off of youtube and off of big tech and not rely on them you know, be on there, I'm saying, not, like, completely, like, get off. Yeah, like, we're, we'll still be pretty active on here. It's not like that. But, like you said, make it where it's not necessarily the be-all, end-all We're not relying our, our on situation. Them. Exactly. Right? We're not relying on them to, you know, host our videos or, you know, uh, you know, reach, you know, a couple hundred people on a post, at which they do a shitty job of sometimes. Um, you know, so the end goal really is is to have our own hub like Mario was saying, have their own hub for live streaming, for videos, for catalogs, for, you know, blogs, uh, you know, some sort of blog uh, area. And, uh, you know, our merch store will be online. So that is the end goal. 
is to get off of big tech. Um, so yeah, man, we'll put a pin in that um, till next week. Uh, we'll see how Brandon feels about that. Which, by the way, if you guys are wondering where's Brandon at tonight, he's been on the show. He's uh, the new, uh, well, not new, but he's the co-host on the show. Um, so he is a little under the weather. Um, it is. I don't think it's anything serious. I th- just think it's like seasonal allergies. Um, and I think he will be back on next week. As well, for us, though. Well, in that case, Brandon, take a Zyrtec and rest up, my friend. Yeah. Hope you feel better. In that case, yes, Brandon, rest up. Feel better. We we need you back here in headquarters. You're missing the chair's out. chair's empty, man. It's sad. Like, it's very have... sad. I'm looking over there right now. I'm not I'm passing like, the... I'm used to passing the bottle dude, this he, way. He and... would really enjoy this. Oh, part. yeah, man. He's missing out. We're going to have he, to make sure we bring that back, I guess, for he, him. Yeah, he'd absolutely enjoy this. So, yeah, uh, Brandon, need you back. Now, for us, we will be back. It won't be a whole week for us. We'll be back here Saturday night. Uh, UFC 264, I believe. Uh, you can pull up the card. I believe it's 264. Yeah, I'm, I'm, let me pull up that card real quick. It's either 263 or 264. That's the one I should have had up ready to go. That's what I was... Because th- there was one that I was like, I knew I was missing. It's it was, all right. It was that. We'll pull it up now. It's okay. We'll right. fill a bus UFC with card. I believe it's 264. It is 264. I think it just came right up. Yep. Boom, Boom, look at that. First try. I like that, man. Good shit. So, uh, who we got on this card, Mario? Let's see. Well, before you read it, Mario. Oh, here we go. Poirier and Conor McGregor. Here's a shot. Brandon, hope you get well soon. Word. All right. Moving on to. UFC 264. Who we got, Mario? Don't start with the main event. Start. I'm not gonna start with down. the main event. But I did kind of give it away in my excitement. You did. You're like, <laughs> is that wait? Is that Greg Hardy? Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. Oh no. Oh. Well, all right. So I haven't looked at this undercard yet. You don't have to go through the whole undercard. Um, I, I'll pull up what I got up here. But um. Dude, that's funny. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the whole card is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Like, and we're going to see Greg Hardy fight. Oh, my God. Like, but he's been at it now. You know? Bro, look at his record. You know what's really funny, he, though? No, but no, hold on. I, I, I want to get something clear here. because we're, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but I believe Greg Hardy, you could fact check me right now, but... It says he's 7-3. 7-3. 7-3. Sorry. 7-3. Wow, that's not, that's not bad. So he's not like one of these Logan Paul, Nate Robinson... No, he's... Actually fighting. He's an yes. He's an he's a professional fighter in the UFC on a huge event. Um, ten professional UFC fights, seven and three, which is a really good record. I mean, you know, seven hundred winning percentage. I just want to pull him up real quick. Here's anything. the tail of the tape. Yeah, tail of the tape. I'll so pull up some fighting. highlights from Greg Hardy. Let's see some highlights from little uh, Greg Hardy. So he's fighting who? Get uh, tied to Avasa. Tied to Avasa. I'm not too Did familiar with right? his work. Uh, yeah, it looks right. Tied to Avasa. Not really too familiar with him, but uh, his record. Well, let's see. Here's Greg Hardy. Hold on. Wait, who's he fighting? A s- Twelve and three, tied to Avasa. So now, for everybody in the heavyweight division. So now, for everybody who doesn't know Greg Hardy, <laughs> Greg Hardy is. Where do you begin? Former NFL player. And uh, well known. <laughs> Wife abuser, <laughs> woman beater, to say the awful least. fucking guy, man. 
And uh, what I was well, going to say earlier was 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 was, mean, was, was, ev- was everyone is you know is given the second chance. So now he just takes that anger out. Uh, actually, I don't know the guy. He could be a total fucking scumbag. For all I know, but I mean, if he's I mean, fight- look, he probably is. Let's just be honest. But, but my, yeah, I no. mean, at least socially and, and his persona, if he's fighting on the in the he's, UFC. Right. He's 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 trying to have some kind of redemption tour. Right. Like a Michael Vick. I right. guess In some. Sorts. Um, but uh, yeah, but I was going to say what was funny is like it's just it was so it was such a Cowboys move to sign him. Dude. That was such a Cowboys thing. To yeah, do. of course. That whole team was full well, of criminals. The, before we dive into the UFC, dude, real quick, the Cowboys men are really like a team that tries. They to, love that dude, Jerry Jones. They love that loves shit. that drama, dude. They love the drama. Loves that hard knocks type shit where it's like just camera in your face and every day. I feel like also too, man. They they really uh, think. I think Jerry Jones really feels because uh, obviously we know you know whoever's the coach there really doesn't have a say. Oh, no. um, they don't have a GM. I think his son is like technically GM, um, Jason Jones. Right. Since since he's been basically the de facto GM of that team for the better part of what almost thirty years at this point. Yeah. It, it <laughs> it's insane. He's so a circus. They, they try he's to circus, they man. try to get these players like you know like To back in the day. I'm trying to think who else. They, I mean, obviously Greg Hardy. Um, Who, who's that one dude they had the receiver that was like selling cocaine yeah, or something? Man, I, Her, Sam Hurd. Sam Hurd, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Hurd. So they they try to get these players, and they they think Jerry Jones thinks he can like nurse him back to He's health. He's moving like pounds of weed, I think, and yeah. like kilos of coke. As you're in the NFL, it's like as if you're not getting paid already. It's like Psycho. have someone else do that work Holy for you, bro. Shit. Jeez. But anyway, um, enough about the Cowboys because that's another thing. Just like the YouTube non monetization program that we are not in. Um, boils my blood. I fucking hate the Cowboys. I know we, uh, some of our fans uh, from one by two like the Cowboys. Um, from my understanding, a certain someone, a certain someone that's a really big fan of our band. That's a really is big a Cowboys fan, fan <sighs> and she knows who that she is. is. <laughs> Jeez, man, that's rough. Go birds, go birds, man, go birds. But we'll get into that later. Um. <laughs> That's how you feel about this season coming up? No. Um, I want to get into it now real quick. No, let, let's jump All right, we'll the, save. Yeah, we'll all save. right, this Saturday, uh, like I said. Well, yeah, yeah, let's get back to UFC. So, yeah, this Saturday we will be, will be coming live uh, about 9 p.m. covering all the uh, UFC fights. Well, not all the UFC fights. We're not doing the undercard. We're pretty much just doing, like, two maybe fights from the undercard. And we'll then do a little pregame show. A little we'll pregame. the main event. Starting around 9. We'll probably finish up here around 12. Be a nice little three, four-hour stream. So, John, if you want to give everybody the uh, main event. Uh, well, you want to go from go from like the uh, so main card. go up? Yeah, go from the main card up. Okay. So, Boom. I got, again, we talked about the Greg Hardy fight. So, the next... Okay, so that was the heavyweight. Steven Wonderboy Thompson fighting Gilbert Burns. That's going to be a good fight. Welterweight. Okay, here we go. So now we got the main event. And then uh, 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 I believe Sean O'Malley is fighting as well. If you want to go click more. I forget who he's fighting, though. I yeah, know. I would say that's not the full card. So, yeah, Sean O'Malley is Sean fighting. Sean Chris Montino. Chris Montino. Uh, um, that's going to be a good fight as well. Uh, Irene Aldana and Yana Kuntiskaya. Okay, but why why we're doing the UFC 264 card and why everyone is tuning in to UFC 264 is for this fight right here. The big one, the main event here. 
Actually, you know, pull up uh, a little promo. Of let's, the, see uh, we, let's see what we can find. I swear, YouTube, you sons of bitches, if you copyright us for a freaking promo, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. Oh, uh, man, let's see. Get a video. Let me try to go on like YouTube, YouTube that. Video. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, round number three. Uh, McGregor beat Poirier in fight number one. Uh, Poirier beat McGregor in fight number two. So they are split 1-1. One, one. This is like the best out of three. This is the third game. This is like win by two, sweep echo, game three, all the money on the table. The big trilogy. They call it the trilogy fight. The trilogy fight. Just make sure that's big screen. Here we go. So, here's, that, so here's the trailer. And let that baby fly. All I know is there's going to be some of these going off. Don't UFC 264. Some fireworks in this one. Poirier McGregor. You want to click skip ads there? Yeah, I hate ads, as we've talked about. <laughs> He's not only a great fighter, a great striker. Um, amazing you know, trash talker. <laughs> amazing, amazing trash talker. Amazing promoter. Right. And, you know, uh, he's really, man, I mean, throughout the, you know, last, I would say, decade has really been the face of the sport and really kind of oh, 100%. turned the sport to really what it is today, you know? Um, without people like a Conor McGregor or Floyd Mayweather, people you love to hate sometimes, you know, um, I mean, really, honestly, McGregor's really, I, I mean, I don't know. People probably honestly do hate him, but. Oh, yeah, there's probably a ton of people, but. But without these kind of people, it's like, you know, the sport would, wouldn't be what it is. Right, There'd still be UFC, but... Combat sports in general, I mean, you know, we've seen over the past, say, 20 or so years have been on kind of a decline. Well, you look at... I'd be curious to see the numbers on this. You look at boxing and you look at UFC. UFC's been doing this where boxing's... Doing cause that. Because, again, we just talked about it where for every Poirier-McGregor fight, there's... Logan Paul fighting some ridiculous. YouTube star, another Re YouTube star, the KSI. Ex, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, bullshit. So you're taking a sport that once had, you know, top tier talent was held at the Mike highest Tyson. regard. You had guys like Muhammad Mike, Ali, like, like killers. Like these guys are just George Foreman. These guys are just like true fighters. Like they just they're they're the, the highest level of the sport. Rocky Marciano, like like. Those, cream of the crop. They're not built like that anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're just not. We like, should get a T-shirt made by that. By the way, like that, that that would be sick. Yeah. It's all. They're yeah. not built. <laughs> when, they're yeah, not when, built like this anymore. Well, we'd have to get that strategically planned out because if it's if it was win by two, they're not built like that anymore. People might misinterpret that. But anyway, that's a working idea. Well, we'll, we'll we got the wheels turned. Yeah. This is recorded, so we're good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can go back and watch. But uh, no, but yeah, like dude, over the past few years, especially recently, we've seen. Just the sport being made a mockery of. Yes. And we you haven't really seen that with UFC. UFC's been, you know, these kind of fights pretty recently. And of the last, I would say, 10 to 15 years, UFC's just done this. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, UFC looked vastly different. Even just 20 years ago, it looked vastly different. Right. Um, I mean, hell, at one point, it was like bare-knuckle boxing. Yeah. It was like, it was fucking brutal. Yeah. And it was like it's it was like this novelty thing, and now it's like it's the new boxing. I feel like it's the oh, new yeah. it's the it's, main it's, it's the main combat sport now. It, it's what boxing I feel like used to be. It's what boxing was in like the eighties and the nineties. Eighties and nineties, yep. Even in like the sixties and the seventies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Get okay, roll clip. But uh, yeah, let's keep going here. 
review is on ESPN Plus. This Saturday, yes. Uh, check that out. We will be streaming. Not the fight, unfortunately, um, because we would be probably removed off of YouTube, uh, <laughs> as we were talking about earlier, kind of bring that full circle. Um, but That would definitely happen. Cause that, well, it happened before. We had a UFC stream before. Let's, and let's, we didn't even have it on the screen. All right, so let's get it. We should uh, probably... That's a good little anecdote to wrap this yes, all up and tie it in a nice little bow. Nice little bow, tie it up. Yeah, man. So go ahead, story time. Story time. Um, I mean, so this is <laughs> the error of In the Paint podcast of, uh, you know, web cameras, um, you know, just horrible feng shui, uh, <laughs> and just, you know, terrible, you know... Terrible audio across the board, and just like you know, it, and it makes me almost it makes me appreciate what we got going on now. And you know, it's obviously progress, um, you know, but obviously, we're always our own worst critic. But, um, you know, it, it goes back, you know, a little bit. So, we I forget what fight were we even streaming. Dude? It was that fight island, uh, it was the oh, yeah, the fight, yeah, Abu Dhabi yeah. fight island, yeah. Look, who was on that card? I feel like that might have been a good card, um. Let's see. I think I want to say, nah, I was going to say Mazadal, but I don't think he was. Type in like first Abu Dhabi. But regardless, uh, Abu Dhabi. Let me type, that was 2020, right? Let's yeah. So we were streaming that fight, didn't have the audio on um, of, the, of the TV. We were watching the fight. I'm a paying customer. I bought the fight. Um, watching the fight live, commentating over the fight over on YouTube. Um, I don't know what happened and where things got misconstrued, but somewhere along the lines of, of about 44 and a half minutes, 45 minutes in, YouTube decided to pull the plug on our stream that we so happily prepared for, bought drinks, bought We spent fight. almost five hours talking to ourselves. Yes, we were talking <laughs> oh, man. for five hours. To the point where we, we got to the main event, and I went over to you because my eyes, look, the way we had the way we had the podcast set up back then was the table was on the other side of the room. Tables over there. And the way we had the TV, the TV was back there. Right. So the way the camera was, I could turn my chair a little bit and close my eyes and get a couple <laughs> minutes of sleep here and there and nobody would notice me. Not listen, not on every show. Not no, not this was not on every show. <laughs> Let me clear that. Make that clear. I am wide awake. I got like fucking five Red Bulls in front of me. I'm good, man. I'm up. This wasn't but, um, every show. This was just a five. But we got to stream. the point where we were, you know, we got to the main event and we had been doing the entire. We did the undercard, the full yes. fight. We did the whole the whole thing. We were on for five hours at five, least. Um, five plus, I'd say. It was all night, <laughs> and you know, I got a couple winks of sleep. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> You Sam Baggins son of a bitch. But I made sure I was wide awake for the main event because I wanted to make you know I wanted to be awake. <laughs> and <laughs> I looked over and the fight was over. And I immediately go, So John, what's your thoughts? And I look over and he's like <laughs> Dude, oh my god, that was so funny, bro. And I, I, I bust I was like <laughs> <laughs> it's like because we're live, priceless. we're live, and I'm just like, oh, probably, that's the perfect ending. That probably was the one perfect of the best episodes that was, we've ever done in that was history. one of the funniest fucking things I've ever been a part of. And then you know what YouTube said? YouTube said denied. <laughs> you shall not 
pass. <laughs> you shall not post. <laughs> 45 man. minutes into a five-hour video. And we didn't know that. We got an email oh. five and a half hours later saying, hey, by the way, 45 minutes in. We they can- let us go on and on. So they literally sat back. <laughs> Some guy at YouTube sat back in his office. <laughs> he was. He went. <laughs> and watched us make a fool of ourselves for five hours. Fuck, man. God. That was probably Damn. one of the. That best. was the most heartbreaking fucking moment on this show, hands down. Well, because, I mean, dude, now, no one will ever see it. <laughs> But uh, it was probably one of the best episodes. I mean, the things we were doing, man. I think the we brought in, uh, you know, strippers. We had cocaine going. We got fireworks blasting. They don't give off. it all away. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Remember, good point. remember the old term: "What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Vegas. What happens on in the paint podcast stays in the paint podcast." Well, I guess that only no, applies if we're flagged. No, but it's really funny because it was just it was just two it was just two guys pushing thirty, drinking beers, and like not <laughs> being able to stop being able to stay awake past ten. So I guess in a way, looking <laughs> back on it, YouTube actually did us a favor. They're like, "Hey, Grandpa, go to bed. It's all right." <laughs> Son of a bitch, man. Oh shit! I don't know, man. Um, that was funny, man. That was great. That was a oh, fucking that, fun time. That just like. That made me like think about. I was like, you know, do I even want to keep doing this fucking <laughs> shit? <laughs> I was like, how do I'm sitting at home and during the week I'm like, how do I break this to John that I'm fucking out? <laughs> I can't deal with this kind of wait, heartbreak wait, anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> you, were you really? Like, <laughs> you were really thinking that, bro? You see where you saw I was like, I can't take this level of heartbreak <laughs> anymore, man. I've left, had left and right every this, other weekend. We're getting pulled. Oh here. my god! I've had women rip my heart out, but it didn't hurt like that. <laughs> oh jeez, dude! Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, dude. I mean, we just we did a whole. No, but all jokes monologue. aside, man, we put a lot into that, and it got fucked. Well, we did a whole literally did, just today tonight did a whole opening open monologue opening monologue about how <laughs> passionate we are about YouTube, fucking doing like because we, we live this stuff like right. it happened to us. On multiple occasions, and right. that was just the worst case scenario. Wor- yeah, wh- what's the acronyms for that? WCS, right? W fucking. I was gonna CS. say Fubar. <laughs> Fubar. <laughs> oh God, man. Yeah. So this Saturday we will be back. I think this is actually the first UFC we're doing since Fight Island. Yeah, because we've been scarred to do it anymore. Yeah. Well, we were gonna do the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight, and thank God we didn't do it, <sighs> and thank God I didn't buy it because. I mean, what a fucking disaster that was! Oh no, I dude, I we, I watched the highlights of that one. <laughs> dude, terrible, terrible. We actually, you I actually, wasn't paying for that. You actually made up a flyer, um, and we had promoted that on one of the shows that we were gonna do, but on second thought, we were like, eh, probably yeah, and, shouldn't and, do this. And we made the right call because terrible. Like that's goes right into the point we were just making about how UFC's doing this while boxing's doing this is right. because. Of shit like that. Like, Floyd Mayweather, you are a legend in your own right. You got a lot of money. You're a great promoter. You can promote anything you ever want and enjoy your retirement from the sport. Why are you getting involved with Logan Paul? Logan Paul. 
It's not like he's getting involved with like. Let me think of a boxer. Like, thing. like let's say like he did like a Tyson, or he did like a Tyson like ex like with Tyson just Manny did. Pacquiao. Or, or yeah, like Manny Pacquiao. Oscar Somebody that he's, right guys that were in that same era. Right. Same weight length. Right. Like, go out, do like a Tyson type deal where you just go out of an exhibition. Have fun with it. And you it. know what? People will respect that because that's two guys just respecting the well, sport, no, having that, fun. That's what they did. They right. did, They went out there and did an exhibition, but they sold it as, oh, like remember, we we watched this on this show with Logan Paul stealing Floyd's hat. Well, yeah, it, was it, was a bunch just, of li- it was a bunch of lip service. Man, yeah, yeah. But you didn't steal my hat, man. It's nonsense. Like, come on. Because man, it's the kind the of shit where you watch these fucking videos and you see these guys acting like jackasses for however long. And you know, as soon as everybody puts their phones away and that, or the cameras go away, and that video's not being like, taken, okay. they're going, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, bro, all the way to the bank, yeah, bro." Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, bro, ching like, ching. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, bro, Abs- dude. You know what? It's bullshit. Saying? It's 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 all just theatrics. It's all silly theatrics. It's not even entertaining theatrics. No. It's just a bunch of children. It's, it's a bunch of man children. It's pathetic. It's, pathetic. it's pathetic. It's what it is. And it, it's a black eye to the sport. Yeah. A sport yeah. that literally... <laughs> no, like, pun intended. No pun intended. It's a literal <laughs> black eye to the sport of boxing. <laughs> it's literally giving its own... It's it's using its own sport against it. It's a right... It's a fucking right hook <laughs> to the jaw. <laughs> Mario's doubling down on the black eye. I'm doubling down. But no, That's man. That's my best joke of the night. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta milk it for all it's worth. But no, man, I mean, dude, for real, I mean, it just, it was bad. I mean, just overall, I mean, listen, Logan Paul's a YouTuber, blogger, this, that, and the third, whatever. He is good, successful at doing that. And he, no, yeah, listen, him and his not own, taking that away well, from Well, actually, like, I'm saying, like, he is good in the sense that I, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul, and I don't dislike him. I don't think he's the, you know, same, the end-all, same. I, I have, like, I'm, look, I'm not saying this, I have, yeah, I don't. Well, I I've will checked say out this. his YouTube channel. I have no beef, but like, I, I, it's not. No, I, I don't have any beef. It's but the I, boxing fan in me that gets like, it, oh it gets God. Me. And it, well, it it all comes down to like kind of like how they like started, like Logan and Jake Paul, like doing entertainment for like kids' entertainment, essentially. Like, oh yeah, you know what I mean. And then, dude, my girlfriend knows Logan Paul, exactly, and she doesn't watch sports. Exactly, dude. <laughs> She's like, oh, the YouTube guys fighting. He's boxing. I'm like, so it's like. <laughs> You're selling uh, almost a fake product. You know what I mean? 100% it's cash grab. It's like not only with the boxing now with the YouTube because how, you know, like I said, like he was doing podcasts and, and blogs for like kid type shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of on the lines of like a Mr. He was Beast. known for like, what do you go in that su- the suicide forest? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was that, known well, for that, the, the whole scandal with that. There, the whole yeah, con- yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, bullshit. That's how I knew him. Right. But at the end of the day, when you strip down like a Logan Paul, like. All right, so he's made his, you know, earnings in the YouTube space and, you know, whatever. Hats off to you. He's got his podcast thing he's doing. Yeah. It it was all built on a house of bullshit. So that I don't respect. And then, like, it just translates to the boxing because he's not a boxer. So he's selling the bullshit. And people eat that shit up, man. He's got like 20 something million subscribers on YouTube or however much he's got. I don't really fucking know. I don't watch his show. I like, you know, so it's like you're selling this fake fucking thing. You know, and it's like, I don't know, man. It, it, people have to be able to see past that. You know, if, if they can't see past that, like how we were talking about earlier with journalism and the media, how would they ever see past propaganda right. and fucking it's, MK Ultra? It's turning a sport. Holy fuck. It's turning a sport that once meant, like, you know, literally competing to be like the top UFC of your weight now. class. Like UFC is now. To now it's like, how much money can, can we, we get? Make? How many pay-per-views can we get? And, you know, how much promotion can we do promoting ourselves, you know, 
putting on a spectacle. Stealing your hat. That has no weight, has no stakes. Right. Like, you watch these fights. You, there was literally videos of, like, Mayweather propping him up. Yeah, yeah. He was about to get knocked out, and he, and he got propped up. Dude, I mean, if like, if Mayweather wanted to, he could. If Mayweather probably... was fighting, like, yeah, if he was fighting, like, he was competing for a belt, right? He he he's a he's an actual fighter. He he's yeah. gonna box. It's not it's not gonna just be some glorified sparring session. It's yep. gonna be boxing. Right, right. <laughs> Logan Paul's just big a and glorified right, spar. He's a glorified sparring partner. Exactly. He you know he's he's got somewhat of a technique that he's learned and. You know, right. You get in the ring with him, you work out. You know what I mean? It's not... Well, I've said this, man. And his fights are all just glorified sparring matches. I've said I've said this. If, if you gave me six months to a year's time to train every day, you know, with good trainers, trainers that they have, trainers on that level, um, six months to a year, I f- feel very confident in my ability to go toe-to-toe with a Logan Paul or a Jake Paul. Um, and, you know compete at a high level now will you know would i win um i would you'd hold your own i'd hold my own and who knows what the outcome would be i feel like i feel like yeah six months to a year is fair even six months if they're like yo you got six months to get ready for this fight all right like actual training all right yeah yeah yeah. all right yeah so i mean i don't know it's it's pretty sad but you know um what are you going to do, man? That's really the world of the internet. I mean, the internet has changed so much, dude. It, it's changed the music industry. It's changed sports. It's changed uh, it's, culture. It's literally it's become Hollywood. Right. It went from being this like luxurious like thing that we had to play with to E-bombs now it's world. now it's like it's life. You met, it, you're plugged in. You're literally your life's plugged into the internet. You, you have to have a phone to live. You, you, mem- you remember the phone's the, not a luxury anymore. You remember the days of like E-Bomb's world and like... Sure. Uh, flash player games. Flash you play player. Your, you play in school on the computers in the computer lab. AIM, uh, Instant Messenger. AIM, yeah, AOL chat rooms. AOL chat rooms. Like, what else? Yeah, all that shit, man. Yeah. I'm trying MySpace. To you remember, you remember, I remember one like big game that you had to buy on a disc. It was uh, Backyard Baseball, Backyard oh, Football. Oh, I, I actually got it in a cereal box. No shit. Mm-hmm. I, I have back. I have backyard baseball. I forget what the cereal, but but back in the day when that was, you know, those backyard PC games were popular. Baseball is obviously the one that everybody's like it's their favorite. Uh, yeah. It's it's great. It's, yeah. I still love that game. That era of it came, but back then, sorry, back then you used to get them in cereal boxes as like a prize. Like when cereal boxes used, like cereal companies used to give away like cool little things inside. And yeah, I got I got a copy of backyard baseball. That was a great game, man. Um. That was a great game, and that was a great era of you know the internet. It was a, the internet, you know, was just starting to really step into its own. It wasn't what you know we know today, obviously. Um, you know, and and it sucks, man. You know, the era of like you know a MySpace, even before MySpace. You know, when right, there was like no you were saying, where it's media. just like like when I like the first computer in my house was like oh one, yeah. About oh one, yeah, like dial up internet. No one could right. be on the phone. Right, to get I would on. get knocked offline if somebody was on the phone. Right, I had AOL chat rooms to talk to my friends. AIM Messenger. Right, um, you know, I went on like Nickelodeon.com or whatever right. shit like right. that. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. Club Penguin. Yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah I like, forgot like, about Club yeah, Penguin. like shit like wow. that. You know what I mean? Like you said, E Bombs World and like you know the F- Adobe Flash Player games yeah. and like that kind of shit. It was like this this fun little community. As a kid, it was like awesome because it was like this like 
you know, this like online playground, so yeah. to speak. You just had all these cool things you could do. And now it's like, like you said, like I said, you're plugged in to the point where like, it's almost like work. Yeah. Having a, having a laptop and a phone because you got to constantly check. Update, you're constantly, check, I'm update, on my phone check. all day. Like, I don't want to be on my phone all day, but I have to be because that's yeah. just how life is. And it sucks because like, it's such a distraction, but it's literally necessity at this point. It's not luxury anymore. You ever think about what would happen ever if the power grid run out? It, <sighs> Which isn't a far-fetched thought, by the way. I just and wanna... it's crazy. Like, So a part of the world, a part of the population would know what to do because they've lived before phones. But there's a whole generation of people that have grown up literally with a phone. Right. They have no recollection of life before the internet. Right. I don't even know how society would function. You know what I mean? And the way things technologically are so tapped into all of this. And how everything's connected and right, linked. To, uh, chaotic. Bank. It'd be chaotic. It would be. I was thinking about that today. So man. crazy to think about. Like that would really shut down a large portion of life. Yeah. Yeah, man. It would be uh, be very scary. Um, you know, it would be like it would be like you know with, with the pandemic hitting where we couldn't go outside for a while. It'd be like some shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the purge. It is the purge. Oh my god, that's exactly what would be happening, man. Oh, um, yeah. dude, you know what? You might be right because, like, think about the pandemonium that would cause. Dude, people would lose their fucking skulls. Um, it's crazy. You, I mean, think about if you misplace your phone for two seconds. Yeah, like, like if I lose my phone, I or have just, to go. I have to go find it. Right, right. There's like, no. I can't. It's not like oh, I'll go I'll, a few hours later. I'll go back and check. It's like no, I have to go home now and try to find it because <laughs> right. I can't be out for eight hours without right. it. Because God right. forbid, I missed you know an important message or a call. Right. You know. Oh my God. Like, and that's just how life is now. Like before, it was like. You had a flip phone. Shit, my first ever phone in like the fifth grade, I actually shared with my mom. Well, bro, I'll, I'll do you one <laughs> so better. It didn't even matter. You know what I mean? It didn't even matter if I had it on me or not every night. Now right. it's like I literally it's, it's need. Attached yeah, to this hip. is like literally I have to constantly feel around and make sure it's in there. You know? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, pocket checks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll do you one better though, man. Uh, I wasn't allowed to get a phone to like. Damn near almost high school. It was like seventh or eighth grade. Yeah, like I, I didn't have my first phone on my own till like probably. Well, mind you, you're like two years or three years younger than me. So yeah, keep that in mind. right. So I would say my first phone was fifth grade. So that's like oh five. So fifth grade. Okay, so I was yeah seventh grade. That was my first phone. Yeah, I was in seventh. Was oh five, and I shared it with my mom. Yeah, we literally shared a phone back then. So w- when you mean shared a phone. Because people probably right now that are listening or are watching like, this, what the fuck? What do you mean sharing you a share, phone? Right, right. So I, like, okay, so back then it was kind of expensive to put people on a phone line to have. Mo- Nowadays, there's so many deals with these phone companies. You have you can have a whole family connected. Like I'm still I'm still on the same plan with my brothers and my parents. Right. My grandparents were all on the same T-Mobile line, and I you know I don't even live at home anymore. But like back then, it was so expensive to add a line. You know. I'm in fifth grade. How much do I really need a cell phone other than if I'm out with my friends? So my mom got a phone. They added her on the phone plan. And, you know, so many days a week or certain times of the day, I could take the phone. And that was my phone. I could, you know, call my friends. 
Um, so yeah, so that went on for a little while, and then I don't think I got my first phone until maybe the summer going into eighth grade or eighth grade. Yeah. It's, okay. So about the same for me. So, yeah. yeah. Something like that. And then by high school, I had a phone. You, you know, had I your was, phone. I had yeah, a phone. because yeah. you're going out. Yeah, and right. Shit and like then that. by then, because like, see, tenth grade for me is like 2010. Yeah. So by then, like, smartphones were starting to come up on the rise. Right. 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 Yeah. So I remember I, like the there, old Blackberries and yeah, I, yeah, I had like those like like the the first like you know touchscreen like they were chunky. Like, yeah. I remember I had like a real big Android phone, but yeah, it's um, wild, man. It's it's it, crazy, man. It's wild. We lived through all of it. We're like we're like our generations that like that is the guinea that, pig that, that that gap. Yeah, we're like that bridge to that you know there's the gap of those two generations. Well, it's 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 bizarre to me, man, because you know the internet has influenced so many things, dude, and so a lot of good, some a lot of bullshit, you know, some bad. Um, obviously, you know, there's we don't live in a perfect world. That pink bubble does not exist. Anymore. Sure, I mean, trust the, me, the internet's a double-edged for sword for sure. It's so, got pros and cons. <laughs> I think right now, man, like if it were up to, you know, big tech overlords and, you know, like CIA officials and government officials and shit like that, I really truly think if they could, they would pull the internet kill switch on everyone. But they can't because they collect so much data on us and they do so right. much. It, it would affect that. their own digging. It would affect their, their <laughs> all own the dirt line. they get on us. They would have, they would have to, you know, get so it. it's they wouldn't not, be able to get it. It's not only a double edged sword for us. It's a double edged sword for them. Which, Correct. <laughs> so, I mean that, but that leads me to leads me to my question is the only way I think the internet would be able to be taken, taken out would be by a power surge and the power grid going out. Um, I just dropped my, uh, puff. Um, that here uh, yeah so the internet uh the, the the power grid going out i was thinking about that today i was like damn dude everyone should have a generator everyone should have a guest or, or, or some kind of some kind of it doesn't have to be guest something that could at least like charge your phone and like you know keep keep basic things that you need going going in case of that kind of a situation ever occurring like right. yeah they're good to have i mean um because if think about it if something on that large of a scale were to happen Bro, Communication do- is just the first one of the first things that's out the window. Yeah, absolutely. And then things like dominoes kind of start to fall that run on that electricity, and then bam. Think think about the economy. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Like a lot of the things that are done electronically now that have influenced the economy would be literally ceasing to exist right in a, in, a, in an instant in a blink. Now we could wake up tomorrow, and there could be a huge solar flare. And that's it. The power grid's wiped out. We have to start from scratch. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I mean, it's not a bizarre question to pose. It's always good to try to think outside the box because it, I always go back to the, you know, COVID year. And it shouldn't take anyone a fucking global pandemic to realize that we, you know, aren't here forever. Nothing is guaranteed. Um, and take advantage of the things that you can take advantage of while you're here. Don't wait until there's a fucking power surge and you have no fucking, you know, lights or anything to cook with or you don't know how to make a fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, do that shit now. You know, it's, it's good to learn, you know, like basic things. And that's another thing, man. It's like, you know, we talk about, you know, like college and, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But 
it's one thing that like school does not teach you. You know what I mean? It's like life skills. Yeah, life skills yeah. from you know things of like how to build a fire, how to very make, true, how to sustain. You know uh, what? Like yeah, a little, I guess tent or, or so. It's kind of commune. funny. It's funny you say that because it's like it goes like your whole life. I feel like your whole entire life, you're always a step behind. Like, hear me out. So, I think that's done purposely, by the way. But you're purposely a step behind. So, you know, sometimes let's start from the very, very beginning. Like, there's sometimes there's kids that are like, you know, kindergarten, first grade age that maybe still can't, like, I don't know, tie their shoes. Right. Okay. That's like very basic thing, you know, that a lot of kids have an issue with. Right. Then you move up. Then it's like, you know, when you get to high school, you know, they tell you college expects this, that, and the third. You know, you're going to be doing this, that, and the third in the real world. Well, a lot of it doesn't get used or it's really, really different than what you experience in college. And then they don't give you any of the other things you need to know when you get to that age, which is like doing your taxes or setting up your insurance or whatever. Credit Just score. Credits, like things that you should be studying and understanding what they are. Balancing a checkbook. Right, balancing a checkbook. Things that, you know, you're going to use in life. Like, look, you're not going to need to know angles and whatever the shapes. Geometry. You know, shit that, like, like it's not important. Right. I don't use it ever. Right. Ever. Why was... And, uh... like, some of the math... I'm in a fiscal position in my job. Like I, I do math every day. I don't use any of that shit. Right, right. You're, you're. I use addition and subtraction. subtraction. Maybe sometimes multiplying. Exactly. And division. Exactly. That's it. You're not learning. You know. You're and not, statistics. That's it. Like unless yeah, statistics, uh, stats. You know, and and sometimes like averages too. Little right. Bit of averages, but that's all basic shit. You're not learn like you're not doing dividing. You know, fractions and decimal right. points and this that. And so the so now you're behind with that. Then you get to college, and then, like you said, it's you learn all that kind of shit, and you learn like other things, like you know, you learn about different, you know, like um, things about society and like how to deal with those kind of things, and like, but then you don't learn about the life skills that you need, like, and yeah, there's some classes you can take that'll teach you, like you can take cooking classes and you can take whatever, you know, there's classes for these kind of things in college, but they're not quite enough. So, so you're always kind of a step. I feel like you're always kind of a step behind. And these get thrown into the real world. Now you're an adult. Good it's luck. Like, uh, like I have friends who are like scared to call to make doctor's appointments. Yeah. Because their whole life, their mom would call for them. Right. They don't even know how to call the doctor to schedule an appointment and to read an insurance card. So I have, I, I have a double uh, side of question here. Um, Ask away, my friend. One, do you think college is a sham and number two actually it's more this is more of a statement than it is a question okay but um well i totally lost my train of thought here uh shit no but is okay you said one is college a sham is college a sham okay and number two is um what they do to kind of hold you back here we go is it done purposefully? And I think yes. Now that I feel like yes, because I feel like, again, it's keeping people in line. Sub like subconsciously, you don't even realize that you're growing up, but you're always a step behind. You're always kept down here. And that's just kind of the society we live in. We're the, we're not the one percent. We're the ninety nine. Exactly. Um, you hit it on the head, dude. So 
that'll answer number two because that yes I agree with you and answer number two not this number right. two <laughs> so <laughs> had to work that one in there whew, man I don't know what the yeah. fuck I ate today <laughs> that's bad bro potato salad smells like <laughs> oh, man. rotten potato salad <laughs> That's like that's like weak old mayonnaise. <laughs> it's college of sham. Oh, all right. So, college of sham. <sighs> For the price, it's a fucking sham, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm gonna die with my loans. But all right. But all jokes aside, um, well, college. Look, let me set the stage real fast before you. The way this it's question. traditionally set up, I think so. So. For someone, all right. So I went to community college. There's different levels of college. Obviously, Mario, you went to Temple. You got to live on campus. You got to experience the actual college experience. Mm-hmm. So for the money, for what you learn, you can really speak about this the best. Now you just really kind of you know answered it. You're <laughs> like, I'll die with my loans, you know. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's I mean, really, it's man, true. It's a sad truth for a lot of us in this country. Yeah. I yeah. mean, dude, even you know, like. Even people that go to community colleges that maybe like didn't get, because I know like in my school we had the NJ Stars where if you did well in school, you could go to Camden County College, right? Right. And they right, gave right. you the scholarship money to go there. Um, but regardless, like you know, college. So look, college has its benefits because obviously you know we still live in a society where college is looked at as like the right decision you need a piece of paper to right. verify it jobs like mine that require it you know so obviously it's important for that but like i want people to know it's not the be all end all by any means yes. it is not like it you know it has i'm not going to lie to you it has potential to unlock a lot of doors so if you if you have if you're if you have the means to do it and you have you know you actually want to learn and you want to go and cuz that's the other thing like when you get to college it's not high school you're not obligated to be there you're paying to attend to go unless you get a scholarship right yeah so for me i chose temple because it had the program that i wanted to do i wanted to be a journalism major and temple's one of the best in the area i mean you know a lot of the newscasters a lot of the you know TV and print people that we're familiar with in this area, they're most of them are Temple grads. Right. So, and they, and I remember they came, you know, my high school had a college night where they'd have representatives come out and they came out and it really sold me then and there, like, that's where I want to be. But, like, it, it also, I look back on it now and I'm like, well, and I do apply a lot of the things I've learned. I mean, on this show, I've been using a lot, especially on the graphic side. Well, that's what the graphic I was just design say, side. Man. That's wow. I've been able to kind of dust off some, you know, old things that I learned back then, you know, and taking graphic design courses. And <laughs> so, and look, and I, and I, and for a while, I was I was doing uh, sports journalism. I was doing high school sports for a newspaper in Burlington County. Um, and I got, you know, so I got that experience. That was probably fun. Oh, it was a great time. I loved it. But on the, on the same token. Like, I look back and I'm like, now, I I could have went to say, not even, maybe not even a community college, even just a Rowan, where it's like, well, now now I'm in state. Yeah. Um, very local. Much shorter commute. Very local. Right. I don't even have to worry about paying to live on campus or nothing. I don't have to get an apartment. I'm literally, it's a short drive. Yeah. You're living F- 15 a, minute drive. Living at that. Home. Right. And I could have just taken like a general studies 
still gotten the bachelor's degree that I got and still probably have the job that I have now. Yeah. Because the job I have now really has nothing to do with what I studied in college. Right. I actually use it more here, and I'm not getting paid for it, rather than the job that I'm making a salary. Mario's hitting the head. Right. I love this right now. So, yes, it has this value because, again, I learned a lot while I was in school, and it actually really taught me to be independent. That is one thing you get out of it is you get the intangibles you get from it is like, you know, you learn to be independent. Um, I went to a very urban campus, so I really, really dove into that culture. Yeah, but I got something, man. Hey, listen, if you want to learn to be independent, all right, at the age of 18, right, move for, out. Right, it, right. it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the long run, in the short term, maybe not, but in the long run, it is. It is. So, <laughs> dude, it, it's wild to me because, I mean, you're sitting there breaking it down, and you've lived it firsthand. I went to community college, like I said, uh, for a year, and, you know, I, I just, you know, understood it wasn't for me. But, I mean, you're laying this out right now. And, listen, I didn't go to school for any of this. But there is – people go to school for years to learn how to do some of this shit and right. how to do the graphic designing and, and all this shit. And I thought I was the smart one going, you know what? Everybody wants to be a nurse. Everybody wants to go be a lawyer. Everybody wants to be an accountant. And – I, I have something that not only am I passionate about it, so it's not like I'm just doing it for a paycheck. I actually enjoy this kind of stuff. Right. Because that's why I'm here podcasting. It's, this is also kind of a form of what I study. Like, you, this is what you'd be doing. This is called communications. Right. Like, I went to the school of media and communications. That's what I'd be doing that's anyway. It. Right. So, but, you know, like I said, like, I thought I was a smart one. I'm like, oh, cool. This is something I'm really passionate about. I'm going to do really well in school because I'm. this is what I want to learn. And... I feel like it's a market that, you know, like I said, I feel like I I can get my way in. And I realized early on that it's a nearly impossible market to get into. Yeah. Like impossible. Gatekeepers. And and and, and I'm not even just talking digital. Oh. If, if I'm talk if we're talking print. Print now, is, is now, a different story. Now for me, I got into print because at right out of college was because um I had taken a course and the professor of that course so this newspaper had a paper in the Philly area, the South Jersey area, and Delaware. So they had a little tri-state. Okay. She was the editor of the paper in the Philly area, and she knew the guy from Jersey. Okay. And, you know, had said, hey, look, I have a student. He did really well in my class. He's interested. Here's his resume and the rest, you know. The rest that, is history. Right. So, that, so that went really well. But, um, like... So that's kind of how that, and that, even that was just freelancing. Like, right. you know, I had no hopes of getting on to that staff because newspaper staffs now rely on freelancers because they have to scale back. Yep. Where you could have had 10 people on a staff back in the day. Now there's like two or right. three. Right. And, you know, so you forget that. And because even with digital now, so like that, we, that, like we talk print, about print, you're saying forget that. Right. Forget about that. I mean, you're going to, if you want to freelance, great. Like, you can totally do that. You can take pictures and send them, you know, try to send them around to get published and pitch, or you can pitch a story idea. You can, you know, come on as a freelancer with it, whatever. That's great. But do you think your chances are the same though, as a freelancer or someone who has a four year degree in media and communications? But that's my thing is now, if you, if you write the same article nowadays, right nowadays, like, look, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. And, I have the degree in it, right? And you're keep you know you're 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 doing more than I'm doing. You're you're running all this stuff, which you know I learned 
in college how to you know set up these you know mark these eh, these mics. I've used similar cameras to the one we use there, but I haven't done it in years, so I'd have to really go back and kind of do a refresher course on it. Over the last year, you've literally done everything I spent four years studying in school doing, and now we're co-hosting a podcast. Like that's the point I'm making is like. Right. Yes, you can learn these things, but nowadays everything's so accessible. Anybody can buy these cameras and mics and set up a podcast. You know, years ago it was like you went to, you had to go find media. Now you can literally create it yourself. Right, right. I, I, and you're, you know what I mean? You're doing things like you're, you know, you're creating, you know, promo flyers for things that we do that I went to school and took a class to learn how to do. Right. You're pulling it up on Canva app on your phone. Right. And doing it. You right. know what I mean? Like, so I think back and it's like, was it worth it? Would I have learned that otherwise? You well, know what I mean? I don't, I don't want you uh, second guessing. No, your but whole- it, no, but it's an interesting thought because that happens in the real world. Like there's people that study these things for years and years. And then someone just goes, I want to pick it up as a hobby. Does their research is willing to learn. And now they're, they're caught up. Right. They're right. They're doing the same things. Right. And it's just an interesting thought. And that's why I say college isn't the be-all, end-all. If it's for you, do it. It's got a lot of advantages to it. But also keep in mind that, again, not only besides the fact that you're in debt for life. Yeah. yeah. Depending on where you go. Depending I mean, on where you go. The yeah. university I went to, you know, I went to Temple, a, you're, you're in debt. And I was an out-of-state student. If you're going to a big university, I, I, I only lived on I only lived yeah. on campus my first year because it was too expensive. Yeah, it's, it's way um, too much. It, it, yeah right. It's and then what, all the what, other what, things. What's the price for a temple tuition uh, these days, man? For a temple I, tuition and a listen, temple uh, on so campus stay. I I enrolled the fall of 2012 was my first year. Fall of 2012. So I don't even want to know what it is now. Well, do you, do you Almost remember ten years later? Do you remember what it was then? At a state, I think it was. It was, I want to say like forty five a year. A year to stay and to go, I think just tuition. So just to go, I think I think if you're an out of state student, I think it was like forty five. And then are you putting up the years tuition, um, or not years? So tuition? Let, me, let me pull it up so I can make sure. Temple University tuition. Would you pay though? Like I'm saying, would you pay for the dorming, um, all at, all at once so, for the whole year, right, or do you pay that? In so increments? so so you would, they would break it down by semester. Okay, got you. Um, if you're staying there, okay. That so here semester. we go. So I have. Ooh, now I just dropped my pen. <laughs> That's why I don't like uh, these pens. They they get <sighs> get away from you. I got my own little workstation over here. I'm still trying to adjust to. But I, <laughs> I like this corner. This is very cozy. Well, guess <laughs> what, man? We might be uh, we might be readjusting. I told you my idea earlier. What readjusting the room is going to be looking <laughs> like. We'll get you a nightstand though. But again, what do you got? All right. So credits for hour. Now. All right, so see how it says rate to the second power? If you look right here, I think that means by semester. Because it, it's, it's, it's times two. Undergraduate annual rate. So out of state was like 28,000, almost 29,000. Out of state, 28,000 a semester. Is that a semester? I think that's a semester, bro. Because if I'm. Because that, that's about what I fucking paid. So, all right. We're gonna do the math right here, and uh, let's see. So if, I don't want to divulge my information too much, but that's that sounds yeah, yeah, about yeah. on par. Yeah, well, yeah. What it, um, so, 50s. 
So if you went Not for four years and you took four semesters, uh, right? So it, well, no, you would take. So let me let me make sure here. You would take on average, you would take two semesters. All right, here we go. So every per year. year, okay. Two semesters a year, right? So is this average? is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Two, two semesters. Semester. Yeah, right. So fall, you, got, uh, you get the fall and the spring. So that's I think fifty six thousand times four times four years to get your bachelor's, and that's just tuition. To get your for, undergrad. That's your undergrad degree. So you're you're paying about a quarter million dollars. All right. Just so two thousand twenty one at a state. How much is tuition, cost and fees analysis? Seventeen thousand two hundred forty. All right. I want to find like the did actual. It, did it go see. down? Let me see here. So a substantial amount? Shit. I'm, can I can I like revoke my bachelor's degree and go back now? Right. Re enroll? <laughs> Imagine. That'd be cool. If right? They chopped thirty thousand off the price. Okay, so this is annual. Okay, so no, so that was annual. Okay. okay. So say in twenty eight. Okay. Pennsylvania res okay, so it's it's damn near almost almost Okay, so no, but but, but it gets to more but it becomes more. So the reason why it's it looks so small now, twenty eight thousand, which is still that's a, a lot of money a oh, year. Yeah, it's it's some big coin. That's man. big coin. But the reason why I was saying it goes, it, it's more, and I didn't think of this. I don't know why I didn't mention this earlier. Right. Um. All the interest you get from the loans. Oh yeah, bro. And if that's and, what kills you. And what killed me was, you know, being of a modest middle class income. We're not rich, but we get by and we got we make our means. But let, let make me, our ends meet. Let me tell you something. Unless you're a millionaire, a millionaire, how are you going to afford to pay that down while you're in college and consistently pay it down? It's just too much, especially from like middle class. So that twenty eight thousand turns into forty thousand, right? Be, yeah, before you know right, it, right. and then oh my god, and then you know you get to forty thousand, and times that by four years, one hundred sixty grand. Well, that's been, that, that's you know for, I mean? no, that's times that by two now. Because that's per you, right. you only did four semesters. If you did four years, or oh, right, right, right. So it'd be eight semesters worth. Right, so it's a lot. So it'd so, be three hundred and twenty thousand dollars to go, and that's just tuition. Now, what and if that's you, nuts. Room and board. So I'm going to tell you right now, like I'm not sure what the room and board is now, but I know when I lived there, I lived in this building called Peabody Hall. It's not there anymore. It was a dorm from like the fifties, um, that they constantly kind of just. Literally, did, I don't even want to say renovate because it was not renovated. It was just like kept <laughs> quote, alive, quote unquote, <laughs> renovated. Um, I was one of the last freshman classes that they actually put in that dorm. I think they closed it the year or two after. I, uh, you know, but um, that was considered the shittiest dorm on campus. And I tried getting the one next to it, which is Johnson and Hardwick, which is one of the nicer ones on campus, and it has the food court. Ah, and it was. Completely, bo every dorm was booked before I got to go. It's probably a little more though to stay there, and it was a little more, but yeah. it was still in the same range where it was like, okay, it okay, makes sense doable. to go there. It makes yeah. right, it's still doable and makes sense to go there. And I was on what was considered, like I said, one of the shittiest ones. The only one shittier being one that was like I think a block actually off where the main block of buildings were, off Broad Street, uh, nineteen forty. Wow. Um. And that was still expensive. I think I knocked off like somewhere around like nine thousand a year just not living there. And then the meal plan Jesus. ended up being like, what was the meal plan like? F another fifteen hundred or something. Jeez. So you're you're pretty much. I mean, you're paying like kidneys, so, arm and a leg. So yeah. So if you're going 
full time. That's insane. Full time out of state. So this is me freshman year. Full time out of state. Meal plan, which gets you credits for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and a fourth meal. Okay. And they can carry over. So if you don't use all your credits, you can use them until the end of the week. Okay. So there would be times where like I wouldn't eat a few meals. And over the weekend, I would just get a bunch of like sushi or some shit I could just put in my fridge. Right, right. But you get that. You get the room and board with the dorm. Okay. And then with that, you know, you get all the amenities that come with that. Dude, it's it's it, it, it's, it's a, a lot. king's ransom, dude. It's fucking extortion. It is that legal is? extortion. You hear what that sound is? It is the sound of, I need to drink my sorrows away thinking about my tuition bill. <laughs> I'm listening to you describe it, man. I'm like, you know what? And it's crazy, dude. The interest rate they get you with these loans. Well, th- see, that's the thing that really fucks a lot of... Because, I mean, listen, at the grand scheme of things, to go to a place like Temple, and if you were to just to play a f- pay a f- uh, flat out-of-state fee of twenty eight grand a year, no interest... And you know what's crazy? Not so bad. And I got a little bit of money. I got a small scholarship. It was nothing huge. Didn't It really didn't really put much more than a little dent in my, you know... In Cheers, my- everybody. In my tuition. But it was something. Between that, I got a few Pell Grants, you know, stuff, money that you get, you know, that's yours. You don't have to pay that back. Right. Taking a a nice Stuff for being a good high school student. Audio listeners. I need that. Body armor has become my new thing. I was always a Gatorade guy, and I still am. I love Gatorade. But body armor, man, is really refreshing. Yeah. I like the coconut water part of that's but um sketchy. <laughs> Not a coconut water kind of guy. That's fair. It's acquired taste. Yeah. But um, I, tr- I tried it, didn't like it. Wasn't for me. <laughs> like college. Anyway. But, uh, but anyway, okay, so back to college. Um, so Pell Grants. Yeah, so again, I got you know, I got money for being a good high school student. Again, nothing sub super substantial, but a good chunk Something. of change. A good chunk of change that put a good dent into my you know, at least my freshman year. Um and still, man, it's it, it's something that I'm going to probably have till I'm, you know, in my 50s, at least. Yeah, and, you know, man, you know. That's just life. It's it's just what it is, man. And you know what? It's like. It, it's, the, it feels like a big Ponzi scheme. Well, you know. Fucking. It, all right. So pyramid scheme. There's two ways to really go about it. And, yeah, I th- I think it is too, man, because for what you have to do. The hoops you have to jump through, the you know, what what is uh, you know required of you in order to get that piece of paper. So when you get out, you might right. have a better it's a chance. Pe- right. I was just gonna say it. it's a piece of paper that puts you basically in the same odds as the lottery. At same odds as the lottery. Same odds as the next guy without that piece of paper. Right. Just because you have that piece of paper, especially now, I feel like more than ever, like. Just because you have something that says, I went here and did this, you know what I mean? If the next person is more qualified than you, then, you know, like, the job goes to them. You right. know, nine and, times and, and now places are starting to realize this now where, like, you know, before, you know, you learned, and I'm sure you learned even in high school, like, when you're told how to build a resume for a job. Right. They tell you, make sure, if, you know, you put, you went here, you, you know, make sure you have all your accolades. But when you get to the real world and you talk to actual employers... Like I've I've talked to my own boss about this, where it's like, no, like, look, if you have obviously if it's a requirement in your job, you got to put it in there, like mine was. But other than that, they want to see what have you done, and keep it concise, 
keep it to like one page and have only the most important things. Like they want to know about your work experience, not about I was the valedictorian in my high school. Exactly. Or I, I had a GPA of 3.8. Exactly. Congrats. Because guess what? This is, this is what they'll do. Because guess what? I have friends that had a 2.5 GPA in school and would routinely skip school or call out sick because they just didn't feel like going and or squeak, squeak in, by. And guess what? In a good position. They're now. making a salary and they're living their life. And they got a nice, a decent car, and they're they're you know they're able to afford rent or a mortgage. Yeah, and I went the quote traditional route, and now I'm dealing with the repercussion of crushing debt. No, I <laughs> I, I just want to throw this out there. Um, you know, not we're not saying college is a bad. No, no, thing. no, no. Yes, and like I said before, if college is your thing, do it because there are a ton of benefits to it. Like, listen, yes. I, I I know I sit here and bust. On the fact that college literally sucks the soul out of you when you're an adult. Well, but you know what? At the end of the day, I still love my alma mater. I I routinely, you know, always check in on how it's doing, and you know, I go to the football games and basketball games when I can still, and and I, I try to be engaged on campus stuff and like alumni activities. I still use my alumni email, so I you know, I'm always keeping up on what's going on around the city. College is boiled down to. What I would say, what you're paying for is the experience. 100%. Like you said. It, Hit it, it nail on the head. It, it, it's like you said, with, you know, it, it taught you how to be responsible. Um, you know, so that's a big, you know, life lesson more than what a piece of paper can be. Teaches you how to live on your own and how to, yeah, how to function. Teaches you, you know, you know, some of those life skills in a sense. Right. It's not that it doesn't teach you anything. It's just what they teach you isn't what is applied to right. you, after. You, you, you figure it out on your own. Exactly. It's not so much the campus going, hey, this is how you do this. It's like, oh, I live on my own now. I don't have my mom doing my laundry. I don't have my right. I don't have my parents filling out my tax return for me. You know what I mean? I have to do this. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't have my parents um, checking on me every five minutes to make sure I made that doctor's appointment for this week. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. It's things that you just kind of learn by getting a taste of being an adult, but you're still in a controlled environment. Right. If that makes sense. So like yeah. you're 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 still in this bubble of college campus. You can only travel so far. You don't have your car when you're on campus. So you know, me yeah, I me, I got to take the broad street line, which is if you're was cool. a freshman sophomore though, right? Right. Obviously if you're a commuter it's different. But when no, you live well if you're a commuter, yes, but I'm saying I think isn't it if you're a freshman sophomore you're not allowed to have cars and right. your seniors are right. allowed to have cars right yeah. okay so so like when I lived on campus obviously I couldn't have my car right um, that's dumb yeah it's 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 it sucks but like I said for me it, it, it was though. for me it wasn't so bad because like Philly you obviously you just walk and buses you yeah. walk yeah Ten, Temple so, Temple's in a pretty good location yeah too. so and it was oh dude it was the best for sports uh, yeah that's Broad what Street mean. Line right to the state right to the stadium complex boom boom and I would get dropped off right back on campus right. I'd have to I'd have to pay parking nothing I paid six dollars to take the train yeah and dude it's not the, yeah that's way cheaper and it was still tokens at the time yeah <laughs> but um but yeah man the college experience um you know like I said we're we're not you know saying college isn't good or anything like that right just saying do the research do the research do your own come up with your own conclusions if you're in college you know make it 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 is what you make it essentially um but yeah man um 
this has actually been uh you know a really uh fucking it's been fun little like fun little you know episode. um divergence from what we were gonna talk about yeah but it's cool this this, bring, but, like, this brings me back to like old school yeah because paint. because this is this is essentially like I've already lived through this so I want to give you guys like I want to be completely transparent when I talk about this kind of Same. stuff because yeah. like look I can sit here and preach and go rah rah like go owls right to you you know what I mean <laughs> like yeah okay cool. But I'm not. I'm not giving you the gist of the realism that you're, you're going to be smacked authentic. over the head with when you get to college. Well, it's not. It's not authentic, man. You know, right. it's, it's like you know, if you were <laughs> rooting for the Cowboys, essentially, uh, you know, because right. How you, many people root for the Cowboys because they go, "I liked the colors when I was a kid." Exactly. The star on the helmet. Right. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. Um, and to that, I say, fuck the Cowboys. And to that, I say, fuck you and your Cowboys. <laughs> That's the one thing I will always disagree with anyone on. Is Listen. Well, it goes Cowboys and Giants, oh. but Cowboys definitely first. Mario's just knocking things over. I, I hate the right Giants here. too. Don't get me wrong. I hate the whole. He, thing. He's so pissed. He's just like I'm fuck sh- the Giants. I want to swipe the whole table. But no, no, no. There, there is literally nothing in this world I hate more than the Dallas Cowboys. Than the Dallas cockroaching motherfucking I, Cowboys. I, I, it's funny. Like I'll be talking about this to M and like the people in my house, like you know, Jess and Sean. Like I'm the I'm the sports guy in the house. Everybody else isn't so much sports inclined. So I'll explain it like this. I'm like, listen, I'm going to break this down for you. There's like, there, a Cowboys fan is like, you know, uh, you know, I put that on like terrorism level. <laughs> that's like domestic terrorism. <laughs> exactly. I that's, 100% that's agree like, with that statement. That's like. I fully support that statement. That's like, that's like being, you know, that's like. A crime against humanity. Yes. And they laugh Nuremberg, and they're like, code. they're like, can you stop being so fucking ridiculous? I'm like, no, no, no. No, no you don't I'm get like, it. No, you don't get it. You don't understand. It's in our DNA. Right. As an Eagles fan, I've grown up my whole life in this. I was born in the city. I've lived in South Jersey my entire life. It shocks me when it's, people are from it's, this area. It's, oh, it's disgusting. <gasps> and... And we're getting to a point now where, you know what really pisses me off about it, though? What's that? Okay. Somebody that's like, say, our dad's age. You you hate it still because it's still, again, it's fucking blasphemous. But you understand. But you get it. They had the starter jacket and the Troy Aikman and the The Emmett Smith and the six and the Michael Irvin and And the the, the 90s rings. Yeah, have your fucking. But somebody that's like. And even in our age group, where like we were like young kids when they won their last Super Bowl, put it this way: I have. Why vague, are you rooting for the Cowboys now? I have vague memories of Emmett Smith. Like I remember who he was. I remember watching right. him rush for the rushing. Like like all my time. first my first real memories of football are like that, and then like on the Eagles side of things for us was like Randall Cunningham. Right, and even, and even a little bit after that, Ricky Waters. Yeah, I, my first jersey. You're probably gonna make fun of me. It was Bobby Hoyne. Bobby Hoyne, <laughs> the bust of all busts. Yes. That was that was my first Eagles jersey. Was a God, Bobby Hoyne jersey. I remember we went the all the hype around and, Bobby and, Hoyne, and of course my dad was the cool one. He had the fucking Ricky Waters jersey. Uh. The brand new mid, <laughs> Midnight Green was brand new. Dad's a smart guy. He still wears that jersey. Dad's a smart day. fella. Still wears that's that jersey. Phenomenal jersey. <laughs> Dude, I'll that's tell awesome. You. Phenomenal. But yep. Yeah. He, 
If you're a Cowboys fan and you know you're uh, my cousin got the Irvin Fryer jersey. I was jealous of him. He had the nice cool jersey, jersey too. I, I feel although, although he's in prison now, isn't he? Uh, Where he was. Irving Fryer? Did, did he, have, he, did he really? commit like tax evasion or something? Uh, if he did, man. I don't know. Everyone, but, everyone cheats their taxes. But yeah, I had a Bobby Hoyt what? jersey. What? Who said that? <laughs> Great. Now we got the FBI and the IRS. And, the, and YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. They're all sitting in a room going, we got him now. All right. All right. <laughs> moving. Moving. We got him now. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it. <laughs> And then play the elevator music. So, rest in peace in the paint. Yeah, oh my God. Imagine being taken off air, like, and we're just still stay streaming. <laughs> we're just getting beat over the head with like billy clubs and getting handcuffed. Look, talk about going viral. <laughs> Speaking about n- number two, by the way, win by two will. Uh, officially have merch next. Yes, uh, it's on the way. So we have merch in transit right now. This Saturday in the Pain Podcast, streaming live UFC 264. Uh, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, round number three. Check that out. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We will be streaming that fight to you next Saturday. Win by two is pulling a double header. Yes, so let's pull those up real quick. Uh, we are playing live in. PA, Philadelphia. So, yes, we're going to play an afternoon set just outside of the Philadelphia area. We're going to be in Woodland, Pennsylvania. So that's at the G spot. Um, So we got here. I'll, I'll start here. You start from the left. I'll, I'll go to the right. Okay. So we got the dispersions. People food. Our boy Mitch and Landon Axel. Moment to capitalize. Uh, yours truly. Win by two and... Our good friends, Valentina. Who actually crushed it. Uh, round of applause for Valentina. Oh, dude. It's funny because we've only really got to see them acoustic, so hearing them full band, was full awesome. stage production was, was awesome. Oh, dude, in that room in Harper's, acoustically, Great. oh. Great. They, they crushed it. But yeah, I'm, so, I'm excited, man. That's going to be fun. That's going to be a cool like one, two. All right, so let's get the other flyer here. So that's uh, Saturday, July 17th. 17th, yes. That's uh, We play, I believe, at 3.30 at the G-Spot. So that'll be one week from Saturday. If you're in the Philadelphia area next Saturday, come check out uh, all those amazing Only bands. $5 at the door. Only 5 bucks at the door. And then, I believe that's an outdoor show. I think they still yes. haven't opened the basement yet. Yes, I believe yes. it is so outdoor. That's, so that's going to be an outdoor show. So come, bring your moshing pants, and let's have a good time. So now, Saturday we, night, we got to pack everything up, make the trek back home, because we're going to be at Red Dwarf Studios in Sewell. For Brad's first time back since... Shout out to Brad shows. First time, yo, can you? Uh, I don't even know what music to play. Brad, here. the promoter from our first show, back S- last year. First time playing since March fourteenth of last year. I don't even know what music. I'm looking all at my soundboards here. I mean, what is like the this? Is. You got an applause or there we go. Give him, yeah, give him the first show back a, since Brad's. And Brad, and you know what? This is a fitting sound bite for him because he is an OG in OG the in the game dude right before dude. the world shut down uh, we were on Brad's shows obviously with all systems go and uh, now known the estrogens the stains at that point um, I mean the world shut down after that who knew if we were ever gonna you know step on a stage again and to be back at Brad's what now what's it uh, April May June July so that's 16 months after uh, March 14th if that show yeah. never happened man if that, that show was a catalyst for so much of the reason why we're here now. That was the little kickstart that we needed 
Um, if we would just opened a floodgate, it opened the floodgate, man. Um, so first time back at Red Dwarf Studio. Um, who are we playing with, Mark? Uh, the estrogens did drop off this show. I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I, I, I think that was just recently announced. I think they might have had to drop off. Was that confirmed? I, I, I don't know if it was confirmed, but it was. Did I read that somewhere? Or am I? I, I read that too. Okay. No, it right. was. Uh, I think the word going around is they may have to. Okay. I don't know if something. I don't know what's going on there with that situation, but they may or may not be on this bill still. Um, so who's on the bill, Mario? But okay, but so underneath them we have Edge of Chaos, Volturo, Fading Radiance, Placebo Jones, again yours truly, and the headliner for this evening, Zenora. Zenora, man. Sounds like a fucking epic night. It's going to be a solid rock show. And again, uh, you know, Brad... Notorious in the scene for back in the day, packing in those places, man. Like yep. Skater's Choice, he used to pack that hockey rink. And um, did he do Hangar eighty four too? Uh, I think he was associated with Hangar eighty four. He, he was he Choice. was in that whole scene, yeah. But he he was one of the top promoters in this area for years, and it's cool to see him back booking shows again. And I know he missed it because we've talked to him about it. Um, and I'm excited, dude. This is yeah. gonna be fun. Yeah. Red Dwarf's always a good time. Like when we played before the pandemic, like. That was at a time where the attendance kind of was about half of what it was going to originally be, and people were still on the fence, and people were still kind of getting worried about this up-and-coming thing that was... And now we're on the back end of that. Yes. We're going to be able to see the vision through, and hopefully the whole room will be packed. Sounds like a great time, man. I can't wait. Listen, um, like I said, throughout the show, check out In The Pain Podcast. We'll be live here, right here, right where you're viewing this video. Right above it is going to be episode, I believe, 90. If my memory serves me. Yes, so we're 10 away from the big 100. So, And that's going to be a great epic show, too. Now that, now that we're doing the show live, uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of fun with that. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of shenanigans planned for that one. A lot of more updates um, to come. Um, a lot of more, lots, just lots of everything coming um, all at once. No pun intended. Um, Man, we're just full of puns today. And so next Saturday, uh, win by two, live at the G-Spot. And uh, I believe we're on a 3.30. And then Red Dwarf Studios to cap off July 17th. And I believe that show we're on around 8.40? About 8.40, right before, yeah, uh, Zenora, I believe. Yes, so they're, yep, we're right before that. Maybe. And like me and Mario were saying, right before this little rant, uh, Win by Two's got some merch coming. We will have uh, t-shirts for the show. Yep. Um, you got the Winston Churchill Win by I Two do. stickers in, 1,000 of those. I do. I got 2,000 of those. 2,000. We got a little... I literally got this in the mail last week, a three-pound box Nice of stickers. So I we have brand-new stickers. We do have shirts that are literally in transit yep. to us. They're going to be here soon. As we speak. So we will have the merch table full go for the next round of shows. I can't wait, man. I'm hyped, dude. I cannot wait. Next is some in the paint, uh, some updates with logos, T-shirts, and... Stuff like in that. Yeah, now, yeah, now the next step is expand everything. Yep. Right. We'll build the uh, catalog, so to speak. Absolutely, man. Um. Well, 
this has uh, been a conclusion of In the Pain Podcast. It's getting a little past my bedtime. Um, yeah, me too. I still got to eat dinner. This was a great <laughs> show, though. Really? You really got to eat dinner? Yeah, I got I got some uh, pasta and sausage waiting for me at home. Oh, man. You're going to tear that up, aren't you? I'm going to tear it up, dude. I haven't eaten all day since breakfast. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. That making me hungry. I'm ready. <laughs> um, I got, yeah, I got a, I got a long-ass drive uh, down That's the right. Shore. You got to go back down the shore, huh? Unfortunately. But, uh, I mean, this was a great show, man. Um, like I said, uh, Brandon, get well soon. Yeah, um, man, feel better. Definitely feel Missed better. Missed you out here, buddy. Yeah, man, for freaking sure. Uh, make sure, like I said, this Saturday, 9 p.m., right here on this channel, and then come see uh, us live next Saturday. If you're in the Philly area, PA area, come out to the first show at the G-Spot. Um, all this is posted on our social medias or will be. And then uh, at night, we'll be in Sewell, New Jersey, playing Red Dwarf Studio again. Mario, any last words, bub? Any last words uh, to the great listeners on YouTube and Spotify? Have a great rest of your day, evening, whatever. Night. Night. Because it's pretty late. Midday. Well, yeah. who knows when people Whenever you watch this. this, whether you go back and watch it or you're watching it in real time, I hope you have a pleasant Rest of your existence. Yes. <laughs> For that's until Saturday. That's, that's a very broad term, right? Yeah. Until Saturday. Until, until have a great rest of the week, guys. And uh, all jokes aside, I'm I'm stoked for everything we got coming up. We got a really busy couple of weeks, and I'm excited. Dude. That Can't we wait. do. That we do, man. Yeah. Uh, kind of. You know, uh, the same. Thanks for checking this uh, episode out. Um, this will be. Uh, you know. Uh, the, the live rendition of the show has been going really well, man. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to being back on air on Saturday and then next Wednesday as well. Yeah, and before we start the stream, I'm going to have to give everybody a little uh, synopsis of uh, Black Widow. Hopefully I'll get to see yes, that this weekend. Yeah, we'll be checking out Black Widow this weekend. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Um, can, you, can you give me your thoughts on what you want to see in 20 seconds? Okay, so long and the short of it, um, you know, Black Widow, hey, it's kind of like what I expected after i got captain america the winter soldier i want to see a nice like action-packed spy movie spy thriller give a little backstory on black widow you know how she came up through the ranks and everything and how she became where she's at and i think it's going to be good man i'm excited like i think it's going to be an action-packed movie yeah yeah i couldn't agree more i'm excited to go see that uh you know marvel i'm i'm currently dive Balls deep in the Loki series right now. Me too. I got to watch the next episode drop today. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Episode five. Episode four kind of stunned me. Um, oh, dude. But I, did you see the post credit scene? Oh, dude. It's crazy, okay. isn't it? All right. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah. We'll hopefully be reporting. shocked. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll be reporting on. Uh, I think I don't think I could see Black Widow on Friday. I, I'll try just because I love seeing Marvel movies the day they come out. Yeah. So I'm going to see. I can't either at night. I'm going to have to try to get a matinee. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make. Yeah. This. I think I think I'm gonna talk to him. We're gonna make that a uh, lunch and uh, matinee date. We should try. Yeah, damn. I wish I was gonna be in the area, man. Or I try to figure it out. Because I usually try to go opening weekend too. So that yeah. that would be really the only time I could see it. Because I'm pretty I'm pretty booked up this weekend. But uh, yeah, same. Yeah. And then we got practice Saturday too. Yeah, we do. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, thanks everyone for uh, checking out this episode. Viewers, listeners, everyone else in between, we do appreciate it. Uh, make sure if you haven't already, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, do everything that you know annoying YouTubers would say. Um, as for YouTube, um, I mean, listen, please stop running ads on our videos. We we're gonna ask you nicely on air. Um, you know, you take down our bullshit. Uh, you, you, you take down our our videos, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. <laughs> um, you take it down. You copyright it. And you do all this crazy shit. 
So YouTube, stop fucking with us, man. I mean, you know, we're trying to just we're just trying to have a lane. nice little symbiotic relationship. <laughs> yeah, for real. We're um, just trying to have a peaceful existence. I don't Please. think they even know what that is. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Pulling out the dictionary, huh? Yeah. Symbi- what's that? Symbiotic, but for but me, anyway, for me, John and myself, Mario. This is in the pain podcast. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Good night. Peace.